There's no secret formula for better service throughout the customer journey. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can easily support, strengthen, and grow your customer base. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Good morning, everyone. It's Monday, January 22nd. I'm John Weigel here with Ben Berkeley, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're getting the week on track with a conversation about the oft-forgotten model train business. The hobby's been around since the early 1900s and isn't gaining traction with new generations, causing companies like Lionel and Hornby to look for creative solutions. Is there any hope for the model train industry, or have we come to the last stop? We'll get into that and much more, but first, let's give you the hits and headlines today across business and tech. First up, Microsoft said a Russian hacking team accessed the accounts of some employees on its leadership, cybersecurity, and legal teams. The data targeted suggests one goal, finding out how much Microsoft knows about the hackers themselves. Next up, JetBlue Airways and Spirit Airlines still believe in their union, even if a federal judge does not. The airlines filed an appeal to save their $3.8 billion merger just days after the deal got swatted down in a court of law. Moving over to one of my favorite businesses, GameStop. GameStop is shutting down its NFT marketplace on February 2nd, citing regulatory uncertainty in crypto, which is the same reason it stopped supporting its crypto wallets. GameStop, obviously, nowadays, since the game business is moving largely online, looking for a way to expand their business, I hope they could find something else that's uh, a little more lucrative. Next up to the Arena Group, which publishes Sports Illustrated, is laying off most of its staff. Missed payments led to a severed licensing agreement, and now the legendary publication's future is very unclear, unfortunately. And finally, Miller Lite is now selling tins of, quote, beer mints, which are exactly what you think they'd be, which are breath-freshening mints that taste like beer. It's the brand's latest non-alcoholic extension following a weird beer-infused chocolate truffle concept. So look out for the for the beer mints in stores near you. And maybe you too can have the breath of me on a Saturday. All right, today's big story is about the old model train shop in your hometown, or I I guess the lack thereof now. We're going to explore what happened with the model train industry and its long decline. Ben, what's the story here? Well, the story, unfortunately, is not a great one if you are in that spot where you're just like, you know, that model train hobby I've always wanted to take up. Let's go do it. Let's let's make this the year. It's getting harder is is the thrust of the story. We are seeing the industry starting to just like experience some pains that felt like we probably could have seen them from a long time off. So for one, one famous English company that was behind Bottle Railways since 1946 actually shut its doors this month. That is a really big loss in the community. It also happened to align with the loss of a large 
model railway convention, which this past year was the last one that it was going to do. And at the center of all of this is really kind of an, an aging membership of this train enthusiast club. You know, even looking back, the most recent numbers that we could find on this were from 2016, which tells the story is probably has not gotten much better. Sure. The National Model Railroad Association at that point said that the average age of its membership, which is 19,000 people, was up to 64 years old. And it previously was around, you know, 39 back in the 70s. So that's when kind of felt like this industry was at its heyday. It's just gotten, it's just gotten to be an old person's thing. And when that happens to you, you can see so many different areas where let's look at like golf, for instance, which is undergoing this big reckoning because its base has aged significantly too. So this is just kind of one of those industries that's really starting to see the gross tail ends of, of an aging fan base. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's really sad to see something like this, you know, dying out eventually, because I'm sure wherever, wherever you grew up and wherever I grew up, I mean, there's always some kind of hobby shop where I had this actually giant building on like a highway near my house and it was called Trainland. And it's probably the biggest store that you've ever seen. And I, I was very, very young at the time. But of course, over the years, that got taken down. No more hobby shops. I think attention has shifted for the youth or kids to online and games and all sorts of things like that lately. So it, it is really, really tough to keep something physical up like that. Although, you know, companies like Lego have done a pretty good job of it. But it's it's weird that industries like model trains and hobbyists are now kind of aged out a little bit. Yeah, you know, I think that's a really interesting point with Lego because they have done well. And I think that ultimately it's just because the price point is a little bit more accessible. I think that what you're seeing with model trains is actually... What really interests me about the story is the concept of it is as strong as ever. Like, imagine any child going up to a model train set and not having that feeling of awe that, like, I know I had the first time I saw one. It's like, I want that. I want to do that. That's amazing. I still kind of would love to, but let me tell you why that's not going to happen. I live in a tiny apartment, as many people in my generation do. Yes. I Mm -hmm. do not have a ton of extra cash on hand. Same problem with most of my generation as well. It's really hard to set something up that costs thousands of dollars to do well and requires a lot of space and a lot of time. And there are so many different things that you can do to kind of scratch this general itch that cost a lot less money, take up a lot of less space and require less time. And that is ultimately probably why you're seeing this this base age so much and this hobby to start to fade a little bit more from the world. Sure. And although it is, of course, as we're seeing by these metrics and uh, by these numbers, it is on the decline. Are there some ways that it's actually coming back at all? Or are there some kind of nostalgia pitches for it nowadays? Oh, of course. I mean, the pandemic was actually pretty good for it. Like we saw one toy company that does this. Hornby had a 28% jump in annual sales around like in that first year of the pandemic, which that's great. There are a lot of efforts underway to try to recruit younger members into enthusiast clubs. And I think that the real great hope for for this hobby, as it is with all things today, is just become big on TikTok. And if you can do that, yeah. 
I guess you could get a lot of people buying in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is a, that is a route for any niche topic nowadays. Just get big on TikTok. Like we've seen it with water bottles. I mean, it could, it could <laughs> easily go to model trains. I mean, I will say I would gladly spend more money on a model train set than a water bottle. That said, still, if we're talking $50 for a water bottle versus a couple thousand to like get a real, a real good scene going. Yeah. It's a little tougher. I, I, I guess, I, I guess might I might end up with a water bottle, <laughs> but yeah, I think this is a really interesting story in that this is, this is just an industry that has kind of started to hit hard times ultimately through kind of no fault of its own in so many ways. It's just, this is just like a product of how society evolves. And unfortunately it's evolved a little bit away from this as a, not necessarily even as a hobby you can have, but just as a viable business for a lot of, a lot of manufacturers and people who would kind of like make money on the fringes of it through putting out conventions, things of that nature. So it's, it's sad to see, but I, I don't think we've seen the last of them. I think we'll just kind of see it fade a little bit more to the, to the niche world. And honestly, feels, feels right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm so excited to run into someone and be like, what are you into? And they will say model trains and I will beg them to let me see what they've constructed because it sounds real cool. Absolutely. There, there may be a dying popularity of it, but those who are passionate will remain that way for a very long time, I'm sure. Of course. All right. And that'll do it for us today. Thanks for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trippiano and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email, and we will see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Al and Leanne Elliott as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.